get ready to meet this month's Reina crew. And it's special because we did it in person, face-to-face versus the normal virtual gathering. Need a judgment-free zone when it comes to your financial life? Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for today's Latina who typically thinks English but feels her Latina culture through and through. I am your host, Jen Hempel, and each week we have down-to-earth money conversations from people in La Comunidad Latina that will leave you with more confidence and inspiration to help you take control of your money. Lista? Let's do it. Hola, hola. How is it going? This is Jen Hempel, your host. It is another week of celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Granted, we haven't done it the traditional way of really looking back at history, at uh, celebrities, at people that have made a difference that are uh, well-known and famous, but rather we've celebrated it in a way of celebrating you and I, the guest on the show. And that's how we've been doing it this month. And today we're also going to be introducing to you another Reina crew. Today's Reina crew has some fabulous ladies. Let's start off with Elle Martinez. And Elle Martinez, she has been a guest multiple times, not just on her Dinero Matters as a panel, as well as a panelist for the Reina crew, but in previous episodes of her Money Matters. And she was kind enough to step in for the reina that was scheduled who wasn't feeling well that day we recorded. So she is just that type of person. Awesome, awesome person. So Elle is the creator and award-winning blogger of Couple Money, a personal finance site and podcast dedicated to helping spouses to get on the same page, pay off their debts faster, and build wealth together. Next, we have Mrs. Miller. And Mrs. Miller, started a blog after going down a rabbit hole when she read a Forbes article about a couple in their 30s who had retired. As she Googled the terms financial independence and early retirement, she had a strong desire to spread the knowledge and empower people to understand their financial potential. Mrs. Miller blogs over at Miller's on Spires, where she shares simple investment strategies, money-saving tips, helps improve budgeting skills, and shares travel hacking tactics as she shares her and her husband's journey to reach financial independence. And finally, but not least, we have Carla Titus, who has been a listener of the show. She is a finance expert of 10 years of experience in corporate financial planning, analysis and strategy and money coach for entrepreneurs. She has applied her expertise to help various businesses grow by creating simple yet effective systems to improve cash flow management and drive improved bottom line results. She works with business owners on their financial goals and provides a comprehensive approach by tackling their personal finances and money mindset. She also helps break through what is holding down business owners back from achieving their fullest business potential. Today's episode is slightly different as we don't discuss a particular money topic. We just talk about being Latina and having that Latina heritage and what that looks like. 
And we also happen to do this in person at FinCon, who if you've been with me for a while, you you know about this event that I love. So you will hear some background noise because it is a conference, a huge conference, in fact, but it shouldn't be too bad. So sit back and enjoy, and let's go meet this week's Reina crew. Welcome to the Her The Netto Matters podcast. We are recording live from the NEFI podcasting stage. Thanks to NEFI, the, the National Endowment for Financial Education for sponsoring live podcasting at FinCon 19. So this is t- typically when I go to FinCon, as you're listening, if you've been listening, oh, to this podcast for years. Sometimes I do a live episode. So you're going to be hearing maybe some background noise, but I've got some fantastic guests with me today, which I'm excited to share. One is a returning guest for like, what, five times? Maybe? (laughs) I don't know. Really? (laughs) Multiple times. Do I get an award? You should. (laughs) You should. So I'm excited to introduce some fantastic ladies. This month, we are focusing on Hispanic heritage. Uh, month we're celebrating it and even though at Her The Netto Matters we're celebrating it all throughout the year we're gonna we have been focusing all month on Hispanic heritage so I'm going to introduce these fabulous ladies uh, and let them tell you a little bit about them so let's start with Elle because Elle Martinez yes let's pick on her <laughs> Elle Martinez has been a recurring uh, this, uh, guest on this podcast. I so, guess you like me just a little bit. Uh, a, a little bit. A little bit. You're fantastic. So tell us a little bit about you, even though those that have been listening uh, and what you do. So I'm the host and creator of Couple Money, and it's a community focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump that faster, and get on the path of financial freedom together, which yes. is definitely a struggle. And I tell people I started Couple Money because honestly, I needed it. When we got engaged, it was a wake-up call. We actually met in college, so we thought this was going to be an easy conversation about money before we get married. We're both broke. (laughs) I mean, what's it to talk about? But we discovered we were like $30,000 in debt, and we had completely different takes on money. So I've been doing it about 10 years now, so it's been a fun ride. A veteran. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And Elle, tell us, because it is Hispanic Heritage Month, what are your roots? Well, both my uh, both sides of my family are from Puerto Rico, um, and then I'm named after my great grandmother from Spain, which I I'm trying to do the uh, genealogy thing and asking questions. So that's been kind of co- cool to see how the roots are. Y hablas mucho español? No, <laughs> I'm not. Un <laughs> poquito. I'm one of those. I, I will say, like I grew up, um, and my when my grandmother was around, we spoke, and then we moved around up and down the East Coast, small towns. And to be honest, my, like my parents felt in the situation they wanted to put English first and they regret it because they realized that like there's a, a disconnect. But that's something I'm trying to improve on. Um, I'm encouraging my daughters. She's in third grade now and their school offers it in elementary school Wonderful. and uh, practice at home. Even my husband tries with uh, the, the storybooks. 
But, and I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you that. I mean, I already yeah. knew the answer yeah. to the question just because that's uh, a part of who Latinas we are today. Some mm-hmm. of us do speak Spanish. We're still proud of our roots. Yeah. So I just, not obviously, you know, picking with you, picking you, on you with you love. You always pick on Con me, mucho yeah. amor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. Ves? <laughs> entiende. No, let's move on to you, Mrs. Miller. Tell Hi, us a little Jen. bit about you. And you've, you've been a listener, so I'm like, yes. Yeah, this is so amazing to meet you. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Uh, So I'm Mrs. Miller. I write over on the blog millersonfire.com. I uh, started the blog after I basically started getting, uh, went down a rabbit hole of finding out, um, sort of into the personal finance and financial independence movement, and was really frustrated that I did not know anything. And I, you know, I wasn't taught how to take care of your personal finances and what financial independence could look like. Um, so I said, I'm going to write about this because no one in my family, my circle of friends didn't know about this. They weren't talking about it. And so I knew that there were um, there was space for me. So um, I started the blog back in 2017 and started very slowly, but I've tried to get a little bit more consistent about sharing our journey to financial independence and also just sharing some of the simple investment strategies that we do, money-saving tips, teaching budgeting skills. So that's what I do. Love it. And I love that you mentioned the FIRE movement because that's something that we haven't discussed on Her Dinero Matters, but that is going to be a theme. Uh, and well, I can have you have you back on that because I think that's an important topic mm-hmm. to discuss. There's people that love it. There's, there's all people on all um, the spectrum uh, on how they interpret fire and what it is and all that. So that'll be coming up. So I'm glad to have you and your Hispanic heritage. Tell us about that. Yeah, I am a New Yorican, so born and raised in New York. (laughs) Yes. Um, But of course, I have another side to me. So my mother is Puerto Rican and my father is Equatoriano. Um, yeah, yes. so. and that's another state, you know, again, Hispanic Heritage Month, and uh, we're a mix of things, and that's continuing, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm a product of that mix being that my father is gringo, and then I married uh, an American as well, and that's a, that mm-hmm. I see a lot that turned you as well, El, yeah. yes. you're with your marriage, and I see a, a big trend in, in, in that, so it's very, very interesting. So, so for, thanks for sharing that, yeah, Mrs. Absolutely. Miller. Yes, <laughs> and of course, I also married somebody who was American, okay. hence Miller, <laughs> right? Right, right, Hempel Miller. Well, Martinez, you know, that's yeah, let's not get into that. You know, well, you so. know, that that's my uh, that's my pen name, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm proud of that, oh, I'm proud absolutely. Of that. Name. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If you see my full name, it's five. It's my social security <laughs> card. It just like has every name. I don't give it up. <laughs> now, Carla, we connected a few years back. Mm-hmm. You've also been a listener. So I'm just like loving. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, and tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah. So I'm Carla Titus. I founded Wealth and Worth Within with intention to help women entrepreneur provide for their families by building profitable businesses. It was really important to me with my financial background in corporate to bring that to the small entrepreneur, make it accessible, and really empower women through knowledge so that they can build the lives that they want by having the money, you know, and earning it. And it's, you know, it's okay, ladies, you know, out there who want to be the breadwinner, it's, you know, it's okay to do so. I am the breadwinner in my family. My husband stays home with our kid, and I'm very proud of that because I'm able to provide as a Latina woman for my family, right? and beyond. 
Right, right. And then your Hispanic heritage. Yeah, so I'm Peruvian. I was born and raised there. Uh, my parents are Peruvian, so very, very Peruvian. <laughs> and um, my son is actually 75% Latino because my husband is half Ecuadorian. So we are doing a lot of the racing in, you know, two languages, uh, working through that. It's a little challenging. He's only three, so, you know, the talking doesn't come easy, but he has his preferred words in English or Spanish, depending on the situation. Right, so. and then especially with you being Peruana and you have that Ecuador, you know, Ecuadorian yeah. side, just, I, you know, I lived in, in Lima for a couple years, so I learned some of the lingo, and so I'm like, I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm like, oh, I can speak, you know, Peruvian, because when I got there, uh, I'm, I speak Spanish, Colombian Spanish, yes. I suppose it's different from <laughs> Peruvian Spanish, but bit. they did not understand me. I uh, quick story. So when we moved there, it was in the summertime of in Peru, which is in the winter time, our winter time. So we're staying in a hotel, and we were waiting on our um, our luck, our all our household goods stuff. So we were in a hotel for a long time, and I was kind of like tired of hotel food. So I went uh, and asked for una estufa. In the summertime, she's but laughing because know she what knows that is. no <laughs> una estufa and. Espanol Colombiano is a stove, so I wanted just one of those Los Fogones so I could cook something. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, you know, why do you want una estufa? And I'm like, because I want to cook. And Because estufa in Peru is uh, a heater. So oh. I'm here asking for a heater like, in, the middle of the summer, <laughs> in the middle of the summer. So things like that. So it's very interesting. Well, I, don't, I don't know. In the hotel room, you kept saying you're cold. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I could have used that in the hotel. It was freezing cold. So thank you for sharing that. So let's get more into the conversation and let's talk about what you're most proud of um, being Latino and, you know, having that Hispanic heritage. So let's start off with you, Elle, again. Let's pick on you. You know what? I feel... And, you know, I'm, I'm going to be biased. I feel like this is a, a culture of love. Like, we kind of talked about this, like, at the conference, you know, shaking hands is normal. But I ask, I ask, like, is it okay to hug? Because that's, like, naturally, even people I just meet, that is, like, an instinct to, like, hey, how are you doing? Um, I, I think it's, like, such a welcoming culture. And as we've discussed, like, even within the community, there's so many different cultures that we just, we get along, we appreciate, we enjoy. And anytime you dig into it, uh, whether it's the music or the food, there's such a rich story about, um, like, collaboration and a a true melting pot that I love it. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we're definitely huggers. Yeah. (laughs) Huggers. Yes. How about you? Mrs. Um, Miller. I'm going to say Mrs. Miller the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, I think... You know, when I think about um, some of our money stories, for example, there's um, a responsibility that as Latinos, um, people may not understand completely. Right. Um, there is a it's it's I don't even want to say the word obligation. I don't think that's the right word, but it's sort of a responsibility that we take on. So especially if there's someone in the family who tends to be doing better. You are sort of looked at to not only be 
the person that people will respect and look up to, but also kind of you hold that burden. And, you know, there is sort of a dichotomy there because you want to make sure that you take care of yourself first so that you are able to take care of others, but also setting boundaries. And, you know, as Latinos, Mm -hmm. we have a little Mm -hmm. bit problem with some boundaries. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think it's super important. Um, And that's something that I do love. Like, I do it with pride and I'm very proud to be able to do that. It's not uncommon. And I know, Jen, you've talked about this before about, you know, we don't necessarily kick the kids out, (laughs) right? when they turn 18 you know um so there is um this sort of response the sense of family there's it's very common to have multiple generations in a household for example so i really enjoy that i think we have a strong commitment to family and that's something you know we take with us forever love it so we've got warmth love family how about you carla yeah, I think um, I want to kind of follow up on what Mrs. Miller is saying that, you know, family is super important and how we support not only our own immediate family, but then beyond that, right? Our parents, maybe some cousins, maybe some um, other distant aunts and uncles, you know, that might need support. And to us, it's really important that we're able to do that for them. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. And we don't really feel, you know, it's a burden or a responsibility, really, to be able to do that for them. Because you kind of made it, right? They look mm-hmm. at you, you're like, you might have Especially money. Especially living you... in the U.S. We yeah, talked absolutely. about this early. We yeah. live in the U.S., we automatically succeeded because that's what the U.S. has looked up on. U.S. equals lots of money. Exactly. Right. That's and what so, we it's, it's part of just what we do as a culture. I think we embrace and help support where we can and however we can do it, right? And again, there is this sense of, hey, you've made it. Now you got to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. And I think we feel a deep sense of accomplishment from that mm-hmm. too, being able to provide not just for ourselves, for our you know children, but also taking our parents when they need us to. And I think that's like an expectation, to be honest, that you know they took care of us. It's our turn now. And that's Absolutely. okay because it's deep-rooted in our... Mm-hmm. culture that that's just what we do and so you got to plan really well your right. finances if you're going to be able to do this right because mm-hmm. you also don't want to put yourself in jeopardy right like mrs yeah. Myers said like got to take care of yourself first and then right. go from there right and i love that you, you all mentioned all that because part of what this podcast is about yes the financial education piece but really I, this is why, even though on the podcast, you're not going to always see a Latina, but I want to highlight the talent and the skill set as Latinas, because we have that stereotype of what we do, whether uh, a maid, which there's nothing wrong with being a maid or, or, or cleaning and uh, services, and it's money, right? A job is a job, mm-hmm. but I really want to highlight the diversity and the talent and uh, in the Latina space, because I think we need to break that stereotype as well. Uh, so let's move on continuing with this conversation. Uh, what would you say, let's start up with you, Mrs. Miller. See, I'm not picking on you Thank first you. all the time. Yes. Who, who would you say is a Latina that has a tremendous impact on you? It could be a historical figure, a family member. Uh, and t- So tell us about her and the impact she's made. Yeah, I mean, I when I was thinking about this question, I was thinking about I had um, there was a, a great family friend and she has since passed away. And one of the things that she I really looked up to her, uh, her family, her marriage, the way she parented was amazing. 
And, you know, she gave me some really great financial tips, for example. But being here sitting next to three entrepreneurs, and which is something that I've never thought that I was, and being surrounded into this FinCon community, I am really inspired by all of you. I think that the dedication, the sacrifices, the hard work, the community, I mean, the selflessness with the time has been amazing. And so I, I mean, really, there's so many women out there. There's so many women entrepreneurs and so many creative people. Um, but it's really all of you that I have to say that I'm really inspired by because it's, I want to be like you. Well, I want to be like you. <laughs> I, it's I, because we each have these different skill sets and uh, we are learning from each other. And that's what we're here to do. Not just at FinCon, but just as Latinas or as Latino in the communities to, to support each other. How about you, Carla? So um, I got to say, I did think very thoroughly about who would be the person that, you know, inspired me to be who I am today. And that's my mom. Love I it. know, like very <laughs> much like the answer you get a lot. But really what I saw in my mom, is like she worked hard. She went to school, educated herself, got us a better life, a good education so that we could mm-hmm. come ahead. Right. So we went to bilingual school. We learned English. We knew we wanted to be something more. And she got that from her mother. And so I feel like every generation, we just like iterated and got better at it. And that is just amazing to see. Right. The inspiration and the motivation. And, you know, she taught me her work. And, you know, I made something for myself, right? I earned well. I went to school and educated myself in finance because to me that was a very important subject to be able to manage money and know how to do it, you know, for businesses too, right? And so I made something of myself because of that. And because of it, I'm able to provide for my family and, again, beyond, right? Which is something not a lot of people can do. And, yes, a stereotype that maybe Latinas work hard but they're not educated or they don't have careers is changing. We are actually educating ourselves and making sure that we have the professions that hold the power that are, you know, inspiring the next generation as well to take control um, of their destiny and really make something of themselves beyond what the stereotype says. Right. And plus, and I don't have the stat with me or the source, but stats show that as Latinas, we're we're pretty much going to be the driving force of the economy. So I I just think about it. That's huge. Uh, So the impact that we create and what we do in this world is is huge. So you listening, just know that you are worth so much. You have, no matter what you're doing right now, you are impacting in some way. uh, And you definitely matter. How about you, Elle? Tell us who has made an impact on you. It's always tough. Um, My mother is incredible. um, And like right now she's home with the kids. Uh, helping me out, supporting. Yeah, for grandmas. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> no one like her. Does. But I have to say, like, my grandmother, who started it, um, you know, she raised seven kids on her own in New York. Never financially had much in terms of net worth, but she just wasn't in debt. Like, she had, she was on point with her finances that even as she got older and she still was a limited income, like, people would come to her for money. Like, I remember in college and I felt bad. I was like, I ain't got no money. I just spent it. And she would, you know, she would give it, give me that $20. And then I got a lesson. <laughs> like, you need to keep your money in check. And just, it's all connected, but the, the responsibility and out of love, taking care of things, you know, it inspires you when you see all the hard work that your family has put in you. It just, I can't 
I can't be a slacker. I just, I feel like that's a slap in the face to them. Maybe a fist punch to them. No. <laughs> I'll tell Inside you. Joke. I'll tell you listening. Uh, the joke a little later. <laughs> we'll be, leave that between you all. And yes. That can continue to make fun of me. Yes. All no, 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 no. I love you, John. We love. But we love. That, that's the thing. It's like when people put in that work and you see it. Like I saw my mom as a teacher put in the hours, do all this work. Like I didn't even realize I never felt like I lacked anything. But we were cleaning up the the filing cabinet I saw my old FAFSA application and I looked at my mom's income it was 17000 one year and yet I was able to go to college you know and get this education she was always there to support me of course she's moved on to bigger and better things like she got her degree she's now a fantastic teacher and everything but she put in the hours and work, so I feel like I have to. I have to do the same. Right. Yeah. For me, it's definitely my abuelita, uh, my mom. And if you haven't listened to that first solo episode of this month, definitely do that because I give you more of an inside scoop on my money story and my abuelita, my father, uh, my mother, and the the talks that I had with them. And if you haven't taken up. I mean, on that challenge of talking to that person that raised you, whether your parents or if your parents are no longer around, that person that raised you and asking those questions, do so. I'm telling you, it's going to give you so much insight as to who you are and your perception and uh, what you think about money. So if you haven't done so, definitely do so. So let's move on and talk about a little bit about more about you and in terms of as a Latina, what is one way that you feel, even though I kind of know the answer to this question based on what you do, what you're doing, but I wanted <laughs> to hear uh, from your, your words as a Latina, what is one way that you feel that you're enriching our Latino culture? So let's start with you, Carla. Let's pick Ooh, on you first. first. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm always trying to look for people that I can um, help, right, in some way through knowledge. Because to me, education is everything. It's what got me ahead. So I want to make sure other people have access to that that maybe normally don't are not able to. And so um, I actually lately been working with a neighbor of mine that started a business. And they needed some help, you know, on the financials and such. And so I sat down and spent some time with them and kind of walked them through, hey, what are the expectations? Here are the projections. Here's what you should look at and do to make sure your business is viable and that you don't run out of money before you get started, right? And so being able to do that, I feel it's super empowering because normally, you know, that costs a lot of money and they maybe wouldn't be able to afford my services. But I always go out of my way to try to think about some people that have helped me too, right? And I want to pay it in a, in a way that is just um, going to pay for them in dividends through that education, through that teaching them how to fish rather than, you know, uh, leading them to water, kind of yeah. saying, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm not great yep. at the saying things, but uh, but you get the sense, right, of like helping them get there and like lead them to the path so that they can be successful too. And so to me, that's very, very important because there's people that have mentored me that also dedicated their time to make you know me what I am today and so I need to pay it forward as a Latina woman to make sure we're helping our community and not just near but uh, you know as far as we can reach and spread that um, message right to make sure everybody is kind of in it together because we are a community right so we Mm -hmm. gotta kind of help and then even beyond our own community I feel it's important to help people kind of come together and embrace who we are as a culture and like welcome them right Mm -hmm. and so to me that's really important is just making sure people have access to information that they normally wouldn't be able to. I love it. 
And how about you, Mrs. Miller? Yeah, just to piggyback off of that, education. I mean, what education does is provide options. And yes, there's traditional education, like getting an undergraduate degree or graduate degree, but it's also the knowledge that we have learned. This is exactly it. Like, I feel like I need to make sure that I spread the the word about what your options are, because had I known, you know, maybe I wouldn't have chosen what I did or maybe I would have made the same decisions that I had but at least I would have known and I would have had the option to and I think that's the same way that I feel they may not follow the same path but perhaps given the option they have that choice to make and so education love it love it and you Elle? well you know me I'm all about conversations I think talking about money making it not feel intimidating Make it not about, like in our space and finances, sometimes there's this like set path, whatever it is, whether it's five, you know, whether it's like getting out of debt and that's the voice that maybe is highlighted. But I think when we are having conversations to be open about, well, this is the life I'm designing because this is what matters to me. We were talking about family and that responsibility. Talking about, okay, well, then how is finances going to fit in? How are we going to start this? Um, you know, my my husband has a different culture, different background. So uh, we've actually talked about this um, earlier in our marriage. My mom is young, by the way, and, and fine. But I did let him know, like, I expect that she's going to move in with us at a certain point. I don't want to put her in her home. Of course, you can't predict the future and what's going to happen and something could happen. But I wanted him to know, like, this was important to me. This matters. So having these conversations and understanding that we are going to have different opinions, different perspectives. We might not fit a path that we, you know, read in a particular podcast or we see in these newspapers that's highlighted. And that's fine. Um, But seeing how important it is to acknowledge that um, our culture influences our finances and let's strengthen both. Yes. Right. Love it. I think for me personally, it's, uh, and, and, and here being at FinCon, it's got me really, really fired up. Obviously with the podcast, I feel like that's definitely enriching the culture, but I also feel that, uh, and I, for those listening, I have shared that sometimes I've had that personal struggle being that I'm a mix of two cultures, but I feel, you know, very, you know, I've, in Colombia, I'm like, eres la gringa. And here, I'm like, where are you from? Right? People are like, where? They can't figure me out. They look at me, you have an accent. I'm like, I do. I've been speaking English for since I was eight years old. But it's all good. So it's just that having that struggle of, uh, like, who am I? But now, really coming forth, I'm like, I, I am a proud Latina. I'm a proud American as well. But really, that it's, I don't have to, and plus, Latinas, we all come in all shades of colors as well. And I think that was another, I'm like, but I'm not like that really brown skin, like the stereotype color of Latina, but really becoming more proud of that as well as really celebrating the talent. And I've, especially being here at FinCon and seeing the, the Latino community grow, I'm fired up about just seeing that there's more Latinos in the personal finance space and really celebrating who they are is is for me. I want to do that. So this has been fantastic. I love that you ladies joined me today 
uh, for another uh, episode of the podcast as well as another edition of what I call the Reina Crew. So you're officially like part of Yes, you officially Afterwards. are part of the Reina Crew. So thank you ladies so much. Thank you. I appreciate you being thank you. here. Thank you so much. And can't wait to do this again sometime. Appreciate it. Great. Thanks. What did you think? I hope that you enjoyed that chat uh, and the ambience of it being in person. And I really want you to connect with these ladies, especially if there was something in their story, something that they said that really resonated with you. You can connect with each of our guests. I'll have a link of how to do so in today's show notes. So make sure you go to our show notes at jenhemphill.com forward slash one. 89. Now, don't forget, you can still nominate for Reina of the Week. You can nominate someone who you feel should be recognized over at jenhempill.com forward slash Reina of the Week. And also, we, as you recall, we are taking a break from the Pregunta of the Week. You can still catch up and answer past month's questions as there are three freebies to grab. Three freebies, three tools to help you either in your relationship, say for travel, and or just be more strategic on frugality. So there's three tools for free that you can grab. To answer the question, you simply just need a free account and then her the matters hub. If you already have a free account, you can just simply log into it by going to herdinettomattershub.com. And if you don't have an account, it's okay because you can get one for free and you can simply go to jenhempill.com forward slash win. Now, next week, it'll be just you and me, and we will be talking about no spend challenges. If you don't know what they are, you will for sure next week as next month's theme is going to really be focused on saving. So that is a wrap for today. I want to thank the Reina crew for joining us and for sharing all the conversation and tidbits that they share Again, you can check out how to connect with them over at jenhempel.com forward slash 189. Also, and don't forget, if you love this episode or this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me if you share it with a friend, family member, coworker, or even a stranger. Nunca se sabe, you never know when someone is in pain in their financial life. Just the sheer sharing of this podcast or this episode may be the push or inspiration they need to move forward. Until then, stay consistent on those money actions and habits so you can not only be the reina of your money, but love your dinero more. You've got this. Tú puedes. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. I'll talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.